Today's episode is brought to you by Small Biz Social Society. The Small Biz Social Society is a monthly membership that I created for ambitious entrepreneurs that want to amp up the social media and online marketing for their businesses. The membership includes a monthly live training with yours truly, a monthly guest expert appearance by online marketing and business professionals from across the globe, member spotlights, digital content, online courses, and a super supportive private Facebook community. You get all of this for $28 per month. That is a hell of a deal if I do say so myself. (laughs) If you're ready to increase social media visibility, engagement, and community, learn how to build and maintain a solid personal brand online, and get ongoing support from the best in the business, as well as a badass community of entrepreneurs, this is the membership for you. No commitment required. Head to smallbizsocialsociety.com to enroll today. And for a limited time, use code SBSS podcast to get $10 off your first month. That's smallbizsocialsociety.com and use code SBSS podcast to get $10 off your first month. I can't wait to see you in the social society. I have met, honestly, some of the people I like more than others on the internet. (laughs) I'm trying to think if, no, one person is real life, but pretty much all of my best friends and all of that sort of thing is, they're all from the internet. Yeah. That's, that's how you, well, now that's how anybody is going to meet anybody going forward, but that's how it's been for the last, like three to five years, pretty much. Yeah. And you can kind of like, almost like weed people out. Like, hang on, let me look at her Instagram bio. But that's why personal branding, we're already starting out the gate. I know we're recording, but that's why personal branding is so important and showing yourself and showing up authentically because you actually, it speeds up relationships. You already get a sense and a vibe of who people are before you've even met them. So we've been chatting for what, five minutes, but you've been following me and I know you from online. It just, It's already comfortable. It does the work for you. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike, dancing in my Instagram stories, or cuddled up with wine watching The Real Housewives. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 50. I am your host, Brittany Crossan. I can't believe it's episode 50. Like that sounds so exciting, right? (laughs) The show has been happening for almost a year. We're not quite at the one year anniversary, but I'm so thankful that you're here. If you've never been here before, welcome, welcome, welcome to the party. Ready to have some fun and learn some cool shiz about online marketing. And uh, if you've been here before, thank you for coming back. I really appreciate it. I love creating this show for you. Um, Also, it's October and that's exciting because October, (laughs) I mean, if you don't like October, I'm not sure we can be friends. Seriously. It's fall. Even here in Houston, it's feeling a little bit more refreshing in the air, a little cooler. You know, we're not sweating as soon as we walk out the door. (laughs) Uh, We're going to start seeing more pumpkins and have the pumpkin lattes and the movies and the Halloween stuff and all the stuff. So I am really, really excited that it's October. Um, Actually, we're doing something in my membership, Small Biz Social Society, called 
Insta October, which is pretty cool. So the whole like theme for the month of October in the Small Biz Social Society is Instagram, which is really, really cool because Instagram is fun. I don't know if you use Instagram regularly or not, but it's a really fun platform to be on. It's really user-friendly. It really gives you know, as a business, it gives you a lot of features that are easier to use than maybe some other platforms do um, if you have a business account. So that's a really cool thing about Instagram. So that's why I wanted to focus on it this month in the Small Biz Social Society. So it's like we're doing lots of Instagram trainings, Instagram tips, Instagram talking, Instagram, all the things. Um, and the the guest expert this month is the awesome Erin Segreto of cathedralsandcafes.com. And she's, um, she's, she's actually like this amazing blogger, super intelligent, beautiful woman. Like I just love her so much. And she's going to be the guest. So Insta October guest, uh, Aaron Segreto, she's going to tell us how to do like, um, gift guides and online kind of gift type suggestions and things like that for our audience. So that's really cool. So, um, October in small biz social society is, is really, really going to be a great month and you can join anytime. Like you don't have to join at the beginning of the month or the end or whatever. And there's no commitment. You guys, this is not like some sort of complicated situation. I created this membership because I want to help people and I wanted to help more people at once, which of course a membership allows me to help a lot of people at one time. And I wanted to make sure it was not complicated. I wanted to make sure there wasn't like some sort of specific, you know, path you have to follow. You don't have to keep up. There's not a bunch of homework. It's not like that. It's just a way for small business owners that are ambitious, that are really, really wanting to amp it up on social media and really make cool shit happen in their business with the help of social media, of course, to just have ongoing training, support, assistance, you know, and help and tips and all kinds of things for social media marketing and online marketing. And it's 28 bucks a month. So you just have it there anytime you want it. You can look at the trainings anytime. You can look at the the graphics and the tips and the and the courses and the whatever anytime. You just always have access. It's super, super simple. And again, 28 bucks a month. I mean, come on now. Um, <laughs> it's a steal, y'all. It is. And you have access to me. So that's always good news. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely look into that. Smallbizsocialsociety.com. I would love, love, love to have you. In fact, there was a coupon code given out at the beginning of this episode, so I hope you were listening. And if you weren't, rewind back all the way to minute zero so you can get that coupon code to um, to join Small Business Social Society. I would absolutely love to have you. But anyway, so yeah, October is just a really exciting month. We've got all the cool stuff going on. We've got cool stuff in the membership. I mean, and we're going to watch Hocus Pocus a gazillion times, of course, right? <laughs> you have to. You absolutely have to. Anyway, you guys, that's enough chatting for now. I really want to cut my chat with you guys short today because I really want to get to this interview. I was so honored and so excited that the one, the only Brittany Crystal uh, agreed to be on the Social Sunshine Podcast, you guys. And the reason why I'm so excited about it is because, well, first of all, she's a really cool chick. So there's that. Um, She's really smart. She's really great at what she does. And What's really cool is that I started listening to Britney's podcast, Beyond Influential, like almost three years ago, which is when it started, almost three years ago. So I've listened to it from from the beginning, and I didn't know her back then. Um, we hadn't connected on social media yet, nothing. And um, I just loved 
I loved her podcast. I love that she just was like being herself and being really like frank and real with everybody about you know, marketing and personal branding and everything that she talks about. And she's just so real. Like it's not fluff. It's not a bunch of crap, you know? And I really connected with that. So I just have kind of like held on to her and followed her. And we finally had some, you know, interactions on social media and got to kind of connect there and that way. And we have some mutual friends in the business. And the day came where she came to be a guest on the Social Sunshine Podcast. So I was super stoked about it, you guys. Um, I'm going to talk to, stop talking because you're going to learn all kinds of great stuff about personal branding from Miss Brittany Crystal coming up. So I want to talk to you real quick about Canva. So as small business owners, most of us are not like super fancy graphic designers, and it's really not easy to learn complicated software. So that's where Canva comes in because we all need to make social media posts. We all need to make some graphics. We all need some cover photos, some flyers, some digital art, right? And Canva makes that easy. Canva Pro starts at only $9.95 a month, which is actually a steal, but you can try it for free for 30 days and support the podcast. So all you've got to do is go to socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro. That's socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro. I hope you love it. Today's guest is a personal branding expert and the host of the top-rated business and marketing podcast, Beyond Influential. Her years of hands-on work behind the scenes for some of the heaviest hitters online, including, but not limited to, the one and only Gary Vaynerchuk, allowed her to develop a replicable process that she has now used to build her own profitable, profitable personal brand, as well as teach countless entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and influencers how to do it for themselves. And some fun facts, y'all. She's a non-practicing lawyer. Hello, smarty pants. And started her first business at the age of 13, making and selling lip gloss. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Brittany Crystal. Well, thank you so much, Brittany. I haven't actually been interviewed by somebody else named Brittany. So you know, <laughs> I know what it's I always, different, but you know what I always say? Like I, I I say this so much all the time when I meet a cool Brittany, which is like all the time. I say, I love a Brittany and Brittany's love me. <laughs> Well, I love that. I might have to steal that. It's but thank so you. good. Most Britneys are pretty damn cool, I got to say. <laughs> I completely agree. So I'm so excited to be, I'm really excited to be here. I feel like our, we were talking right before this. Our relationship has come full circle. I don't know when we first actually connected online. Has it well, been? It was definitely on LinkedIn because you're like, mm. you know, like a LinkedIn queen and definitely have led the way in the LinkedIn world, which we can talk about in a little bit. It's totally cool if you want to. But um, but yeah, so we had a we had a couple exchanges on LinkedIn and then I guess probably Instagram and whatnot. And then you guys, I was telling I was telling Brittany before we started recording was that I listened to her podcast like three years ago. Like I've been listening to it since she started. And it's, it's been a great inspiration for me also, Brittany, because I didn't know how to pinpoint, because a few years ago, I was still really early in my business of doing social media marketing and whatnot. And I didn't know how to pinpoint very well personal branding, but I, I knew I loved it. And I, cause I just love, I, you know, maybe it's because I love reality TV so much. I like, like, like I want to see the person I want to, I want to know about the person and them as an individual and what they represent, you know, but I never really, but you helped me kind of structure that better. So, you know what I mean? So I could understand it better. 
I mean, I totally understand that. I don't know if you knew this, but I did work in reality TV before I worked for Gary Bob. and Vayner. So for me, personal branding is actually something that I've always danced around, but what I do now didn't exist when I graduated high school or really when I graduated college when it was just starting to, it didn't really exist even when I graduated law school. Like if had I known it existed, I probably wouldn't have become a lawyer before I ended up switching careers. But, <laughs> right. but there was always something about that individual person that I really liked. Like I went to law school with the intention of either representing talent and entertainment. I didn't see myself as traditional talent. I wasn't the talent at that point. That wasn't even like a thought for me, but I love TV and I love these aspects of entertainment. And I was like, I, I know what is interesting about people. Let me help them. Let me help them, you know, get what they want and by proxy also get what I want from that. And so that's been kind of the evolution for the last, well, now 10 years, but I, you know, this field and what I do now has completely changed and has grown. Personal branding is essential. And we're going to talk about that. Like everybody has to be doing it. And so, yeah, I've been, I feel like I've been in the personal brand content development space for a decade, but only like five years of that did I know that this is actually what it is and what it's called. Right, right. I really identify it. Okay, hang on. You brought up reality TV. I mean, look, I am one of these people, like, there's no shame. I, I, I watch my housewives. I, in fact, I still need to write my long essay on why I think they're actually a positive influence to females everywhere, but that's a whole other story. Um, and I love the Kardashians and I love all the things. And I genuinely do. And I have no shame in that. So I think it's so fun for the most part. But what's, you've got to give me at least a tidbit about your experience in reality TV. This is amazing. Reality TV is it was cool because it was it's content the way we see content now, but more heavily produced. So to me, content the way I see it now with people producing their own is even more fun than reality TV. And listen, I understand. I watched Love Island. I've started watching Love Island. I've been watching Selling Sunset. I'm watching Real Housewives during the quarantine. I watched all of Vanderpump Rules from the beginning. Like I love television and content, but it's that was like so novel and new. And so when I originally started, I loved scripted TV. And then I looked at reality and I was like, oh, these people get to be themselves. And, and yeah, people coming in and pitching themselves for whatever different things with their ideas. Again, personal branding, they're coming in with this, these personalities. And now like the Kardashians now are ending their like, 20 season run. I and I don't think they're really going to be off TV. They're creating their own content. They're owning their own name as opposed to a production company or whoever it is, or Ryan Seacrest coming in and being like, okay, like you need me as a gatekeeper to open this door for you. Yes. We have direct access now. So for me, my mind is just like completely blown open to that. So I like watching the production value of reality TV, right. but for me, real people and like the like you can make your own way. Right. Yeah, no, I agree completely. And it's, <clears throat> I connect to it personally for myself, uh, just because for my whole life, I always, my plan was that I would be a successful television actor on a long running sitcom. It's a very specific goal. Um, and it, it didn't happen that way. That's a whole other story, but, but you're right because like I'm an example and a lot of people are examples that you can really use well, you, you know, build that personal brand and you can use the technology and the social media platforms that we have to, like you said, pave your own way and do your own thing. And it's actually quite beautiful. And I know a lot of people are haters on social media and stuff, but usually whenever they're hardcore haters, I'm like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. 
<laughs> and exactly. you know, I mean, you can do amazing things, right? But you know, it's funny you said that about the Kardashians because I was just listening, speaking of podcasts, to Heather McDonald's podcast. It's called Juicy Scoop. Um, so good. It's all about reality TV. But she said something similar. She said, "I predict they're going to have like their own oh, thing." Yeah. And they're going to control their own image. Yeah, Why and, would you let somebody else produce you exactly. when you can produce you? Exactly. Like, and I was like, yes, they need to do that. It's so genius. So I Chris love Jenner's that. Not, Chris Jenner's not going away. Like I, uh, Chris no. Jenner's definitely a dream interview of mine. I think she is yes. brilliant. They are, I'm, they're going to, they're not going away. They're yeah. not quitting in quotes. They're quitting TV, but they're not quitting TV. Right. They just want to control their narrative. Right. Which, why shouldn't you? Totally. I agree. <clears throat> Genius. Exactly what they should. Now that we figured out the Kardashians' destiny, um, hopefully they'll listen to this episode. Um, <laughs> I would love for you to um, speak to personal branding because, <clears throat> excuse me, as I mentioned to you, um, a lot of my listeners are either solopreneurs or maybe they just have like a little bit of help. Maybe they have an assistant or something, or they have a really small shop or they have, you know, it's very small and they're, they're really dealing with a lot of stuff and juggling things. And they're probably like personal branding, like some of them, you know, why do I have to deal with that and take time for that? And I just would love for you to explain like what the heck it even is for someone that doesn't know. And why, why is it important? What's the deal? So it is essential. Personal branding is super practical. And just to give, I mean, I kind of hate the trite answers of like, it's your reputation, but it really is. It's, it's your name. And we're in an online world now, basically because of COVID. So now people are realizing that having a presence online is incredibly important. And unfortunately, it kind of sometimes that happens where somebody has a business and it's going well and they're like, oh, I don't need to be online or I don't need to be the face or I don't need to be X, Y, Z. And then everything changes. It's an asset if you know how to use it and you just have that presence. Like even if you, it's a great insurance policy that way, just to cover your bases, even like the lowest lift possible. So for people who are really intimidated by personal branding, I like to always go, like if you're like completely not there, I like the path of least resistance. So to answer your question about what is a personal brand, it is your reputation. It is your name. You have a personal brand, whether you, Think you have a personal brand or not. You do. It's what people are saying about you, feeling about you in your business, whether you're in the room, whether you're not in the room. If people aren't thinking about you, why aren't they thinking about you in your industry, whatever it might be. And you also know people are going to Google you. Like, especially if you have a business, you need to, like, why wouldn't you be promoting and marketing it? People will Google you. I cannot remember the last thing I bought the last person I spoke to, but I didn't look them up. And so this isn't just like being searched and found and like positioning yourself in a way that you're the authority in that space, but it's also just people you're encountering on a day-to-day basis who might be able to refer you to different types of people or other people who might need your services. We're talking about the podcast. You said you found me around three years ago and from LinkedIn. I've been doing the podcast now almost three years and that podcast and also the time that I was really getting serious about LinkedIn, that was when I started getting serious about my personal brand. And that changed everything for my business. That changed the business I have now that changed the trajectory of, of everything. But the goal wasn't like, oh my gosh, I want to be famous or oh my gosh, I want to... It was just putting out... I just knew from the people I'd work with that I needed to be establishing myself and putting out content in an authentic way 
that spoke to the business that I had, not worrying so much about the future. So I think just as a baseline, I have a free brand audit on my site, just knowing what, like Googling yourself and going through and seeing what your platforms say, what all these different areas of the internet have to say about you or like where you come up. Every time I have people Google themselves, they're always like, oh, I didn't realize this was here. This is what's coming up. And there are possible clients or whatever business you're in who are constantly checking on your Instagram and maybe going away because they're not, you know, your bio is not clear. Just like at the top level work. I'm not even talking about doing, you know, content every day or anything right. of that nature. I'm saying like, I would just cover your bases from a Googleable, searchable perspective and make sure that what people are finding about you online is what you want them to know. Like right. that's, that's, that's the baseline. That's perfect. That's so easy to understand too. <clears throat> and I think that's a great place to start too. Yeah. And would you mind like giving me a little, a little insight on, <clears throat> excuse me, what, what you learned about, I'm going to use Gary as an example. I'm sure this, it's a, it, he really is nice the easiest learned. example. Yeah. I mean, he, come on, but, um, <clears throat> I feel like as a personality, as an individual, I have things in common with him. So that's why I follow him more just, just the way he talks and thinks. So I can, I can envision it better, but like what, what would be something that you learned working with him that you were able to really then go and implement yourself? maybe an example of something. Well, definitely a few things. (laughs) So the biggest thing I think in general, working with someone like him, and I think now you see someone like him and you see the millions of followers, you see all of these, these great things and these great businesses and all of these things he's building. And I have so much respect for what he's built, but at the end of the day, influence isn't luck or talent. It's strategy. He is a human being. He is a person And that's kind of all the big names. These are people. (laughs) They are humans. They aren't necessarily, obviously a lot of them have some form of talent, but he's out there being himself. And that kind of started cracking the code. That was the difference to me between, because now that world is Hollywood talent. You know, people are, influencers are, what is that Addison Rae is going to be the new, she's all that. Like the influencer space is now moving into Hollywood because Hollywood is finally catching up. But he's, he's attractive to you because he's being himself and he's sticking in his lane. He's talking about his expertise, but he's, he just knows his stuff and he knows who he is. And it's that self-awareness and he's just showing up as him. And that's, what's attractive. Confidence is attractive. And so that was it over and over and over again. Like he knows his audience. He knows who he's talking to. It's knowing yourself. It's knowing your audience. And the more you keep doing that, the more it, grows. Like the more you know your audience, the more you can serve them. And the more comfortable you are expressing your opinion, the more authentic you can be. And that builds the confidence. And so it's just that back Mm -hmm. and forth. And then what he does a really great job of that I think really helped me figure all of that out is the distribution piece is, you know, now people talk about content repurposing. That's probably a huge part of what you do, but like getting really great at that. He knew, you know, this is kind of that that model where it's like you take this one piece of content, this one pillar piece of content and you break it down. Like he has so much. And I think about it now, even with three years of the podcast, I have years worth of content. If I stopped making content now and just went back through the three years, I could make years and years and years worth of content. This we can break down into like months worth of content. And so he just like the ability to build the team out, to be able to distribute that, 
across multiple platforms, not needing to eat up more mm. of his time. He would just sit down, do the show once, and then let the team do their thing by breaking it down. I know right. a lot of people are solopreneurs, don't have the team, but I got to see it at that level because everybody yeah. kind of models that he's the first one to build out a model like that. And so I had to know how to also do it for myself because I got in the habit of knowing what needed to happen and how that worked. Right. I was a solopreneur for a while. And so I was doing all of that by myself. I was doing the podcast and distributing pieces on LinkedIn, quotes on Twitter, doing whatever on Instagram. Like It's all doable and I didn't have a team. So right. that experience gave me that, gave me that insight of what's important and where to prioritize. Because that's the thing, when you're a solopreneur, you need to, or a small business owner, you need to prioritize your time. So it's which platforms make the most sense, where's the least amount of heavy lift for you, but also the most bang for your time in terms of the audience. Because at the end of the day, your personal brand is actually not about you. It's about your audience 100% of the time. So you need to be where they are. And so right. if you're, you can only be one platform, here's the, the like flip side of the Gary piece. I think people see Gary and they think they need to be everywhere and then yeah. they get intimidated by that. Yeah. You do not. If you just want to do, like I said, the baseline establishment and then pick one platform, just one thing. I don't care if you show up one day a week, as long as that is the one day a week. This is a super unpopular opinion because I know everybody wants to be consistent everywhere, but be consistent then one day a week. I don't care. Like whatever you can do, do the thing, do that minimum amount and don't beat right. yourself up over it. Right. Yeah. Cause you can always improve those things and increase those things over time. It's not, it's not like it's set in stone. I mean, if that's what you have to do right now and you can, that's how you're like solid, I feel like, then I agree with you. And then sure, even you can change once, it later if you want to. Yeah. A hundred percent. But even doing once a week, like you do once a week, for however many months, then you have those pieces to remix and repurpose. True. And then you have more and more and more and it builds on right. itself. That's what mm-hmm. people don't, well, people don't have the patience and they don't see the long game, but it's like even the minimal effort that you put in. That's why I like LinkedIn. Cause I was like, oh, I can basically do a tweet length post, give my thought around business, whatever you have three thoughts around business a week. Like you just do. Yeah. You can just post those thoughts or something that you're already reading anyway and give like a one sentence thought and have content and have people engage with it and be attracting your ideal people. And it's no lift. Like you can do it on the toilet. Nobody needs to know. Right. Like, <laughs> it's just, it, it can be easy. So yeah. that's what I want for people. Right. That's awesome. I'm so glad you said that because you're right. A lot of people are intimidated. But you know, all, another way to use Gary as an example, because this has to do with another question I'm going to ask you is like, I want to know if you have an opinion on personal branding about specifically about um, bold statements about, you know, if somebody wants to come out here and say, I say F you to the such and such or whatever, I don't know, (laughs) like whatever, you know what I'm saying? There's super bold statements, um, super bold brands that are really hardcore in their category or their niche or whatever. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like that's necessary that it's kind of okay if it's, depends on the person or what? Well, I definitely think it depends on the person. And I do think, listen, I do specialize in authentic personal brands. I do think there's something, like I said, about confidence, about being yourself. That's what's attractive. That's also the long-term plan. It's really hard to fake it. And the more you're going to be showing up and dealing with people, you want to attract the right people for your business because those are the people you're going to enjoy working with. Like that's just the end of the story. Um, But as far as 
I know some people are like, oh, well, you need to say whatever that's polarizing so that it attracts whatever. If that's comfortable for you, that's great. But I found that for most people, listen, most people are not marketers. It's very different when you're a marketer and you're like looking at all the marketing people and they're doing these sorts of things. But when you're in like the real practical world, talking to real business people who are actually <laughs> in there doing it, right? they're just, they like don't have the time for that. And they're like scared to even say anything. And to be honest, people most of the time are just not intentional. They're just trying to get by day by day. So they're not sitting and intentionally thinking about what the content's doing or what they want to be doing or what they want to be saying, or even what their voice is. Like we're starting at, <clears throat> at ground zero. So that starts with even getting comfortable giving your opinion. Like most people aren't performers and aren't used to the camera. So it's like, what you have opinions. If you started a business, you give a shit about stuff. Like you give a shit about this thing. I know how much time and how much energy it takes to start a business. What do you think? Like, talk to me about these aspects of your business. Why did you start this business? Right. You make it about the people you started this business for. And then the opinions start coming. It's not about just being an opinionated person and a personality. That comes the more that you grow that experience and the more you have things to say in your expertise and then people are coming to you. And then you have hardcore opinions. People who come out just with whatever opinions, like whatever, then maybe that's their style or that's driving business for them somehow. But for most people, it should be around intentionally, you know, establishing your voice and learning your voice and, and using that to get people to know you in a way that will attract what you want in the future. I think right. that's how people need to think about it as opposed to just like, oh, I'm going to say something that's crazy to get either likes or engagement. Right. That doesn't even make sense. Right. Well, that, cause, well, cause that actually, to me, it kind of sounds like, um, I want to go viral mentality. Like, you know, like I want to go out here and have like some sort of shock factor, but really nothing behind it, but I'm just going to go out here and be super opinionated and tell everybody my feelings about all this for not really maybe a great reason. Just like if you want to go viral, well, that's not a very good plan for, (laughs) it's very, you know, it's very similar, that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't, the whole wanting to go viral thing, people who necessarily, you need to like, basically virality is overrated. I'm putting out an episode with someone who uh, recently went viral around the George Floyd piece. Okay. she put out a, it was a great video. It's maybe around 6 million views. And I think it's up to around 6 million views. Anyway, I'm making this longer than it should be. But basically she went viral for something that's not tied to her business. It's a part of her life, but it's not tied to her business. And a lot of people, we talked about the kind of the mental mindset. She'd been working for a long time. She was successful. But what happens when you get all of this attention really quickly, even though it's been great for her now, there's a lot that goes with going viral that people I don't think realize if they woke up with the success they had that they wanted tomorrow, they wouldn't know how to handle it or what to do with it. And a lot of times people who do go viral don't go viral for a thing related to their business or what they'd actually want to be known for. If you're not ready to capitalize on that or know how to capitalize on it, that's not really like, that doesn't mean anything. Right. Going viral doesn't mean anything. That's not the goal. And so even now with, for example, her virality, she has all of these people in her community now who aren't necessarily her ideal audience. And so she's trying to figure that out and make sure that she stays 
true to who she is so she can keep the people who are meant for her. And then the people who aren't, you know, they can make the decision either way, but really not try to be overwhelmed by this influx of people and really stick to what is like makes sense for her long term. Right. And I think that's a smart way of looking at it. And I think that's how everyone needs to look at it. You need to just do what's sustainable. Right. That, yeah, no, that's, that's so true. That's such a good point. I've never thought about it that way, but yeah, it's like, what do you do with it? If you suddenly get it and it has nothing to do with your business. Um, <laughs> that's kind of an awkward situation to be in. Um, what do you, I want to know if you would share, um, just to go back to personal branding real quick. I, I would love to know, like maybe common mistakes that you see. So that way it's something yes. we can all learn from together. So we can know maybe what to avoid when we're working on our brands. <laughs> The biggest mistake that I see that is one that people don't realize is the mistake is lack of clarity. I've been trying to educate on this like everywhere possible. I created yeah, I'm a giving clarity her a course. round of applause. <laughs> this is where, like, it is where I start with literally everybody. I don't care if you are a billionaire. I would start there. I don't care if you have been branding yourself forever. I don't care if you're new branding yourself it all starts with getting clear on your brand. And like I said, kind of with that brand audit, we're knowing that baseline. Like you need to be clear on who you are, who you're serving, what problem you solve, you know, your why, your purpose, all of those things internally, like self-awareness piece, but also it needs to be clearly communicated to the specific audience that you're trying to attract. And they need to understand it that way and receive it that way. And so we're, I think we are talking about this before we start recording, but Instagram bios and bios in general, like those top line points, people don't have long attention spans. They're headline readers. So if you lose people out of the gate or people are unclear about what you do or why it's important, people are going and just looking, people are selfish that way. Like we all are. And we're all kind of in our own self-centered world. If you're not obviously providing value, you lose someone immediately off the bat. And so being really clear on what you do and who you serve and the type of person that you want to attract and making sure that that's clear on whatever, LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever you might, on your website. Oh my gosh, on your website. How do you want people to contact you? Like basic, basic things are not taken care of. Like I'll go to somebody's Instagram right now and it'll be, it's like, I don't care about your astrological sign. I don't know how to contact you. Do you want me to DM you? Do you want me to send you an email? <laughs> like, you have, like, what? how is this relevant to not only me, but also your business? Like, how do I pay you? How right. do I even, like, who would I even refer you to? Just those baseline things right. for a lot of people aren't clear, but those same people, they'll come to a you or they'll come to a me or they'll come to whoever kind of works in the marketing space. And they'll be like, oh, well, I'm not growing. I'm posting on Instagram. And it's like, yeah, because you've lost them. You lost the game before you even started the game. Right. Like you might be posting, but it's these obvious, like clear points that need to be addressed first. And these are the ones that, I mean, it takes time to like sit through and think through, but you need to do them because with clarity comes everything in marketing. You can't run paid ads without clarity on your person. You can't hire somebody to help with your social media or to outsource it if you don't know who specifically you're talking to or what goals you have for your business or what you want your voice to sound like or any of that sort of thing. So you have to like sit down and get, get clear on what you're even doing, like who you are at all to even start. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You guys 
Listen to what Brittany just said. That's so huge. I mean, I'll, I'll ask people that a lot, no matter who it is, whether it's somebody I work with or not. And like, what, so what's the goal? Like, you know, whatever we're talking about, whether it's a certain project or it's their overall thing. And it's kind of like a lot of people pause and like, uh, how <laughs> like, to get clear on this. <laughs> well, I just want to say that this shouldn't be, I know it sounds like embarrassing, like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I don't know. Most people don't know. I yes, want to be very easy. clear. It's not. If I'm like, who is your ideal person? What would be the three words that you would want? If they go to your Instagram, what are the three words that you would want them to walk away with? Like that you would want them to describe you. Oh, that's cool. People, people don't think about that. Like you're so, and I get it because you're so busy doing all these other things. But if you focus here and actually think about those things intentionally, and you can put those things at the top line, like I said, in your bios or whatever. So that way it's cohesive. There's so much less work. Focusing makes it so much easier. And then when it comes to content, you're like, okay, this is exactly the type of brand or the person that I want to be or the business that I'm running, the type of thing that this client would be attracted to. Now I can think about the content that this person, now you're removing it. It's not about you. Now it's like, what does this person want from me? What kind of content would they find valuable? What do they need to know about this business that they, that they know that I can be helping them or whatever it might be? Like right. that puts it for, away from you and onto serving them. Right. And that makes it easier to create because everybody's like, oh, it's, it's about me. I have to say something interesting. You don't need to say something interesting. What's, what do you need to educate your audience or your client or whoever that person is? It's right. not about you. Okay, cool. I like that. What, what about, this is, I don't know. This is a pretty common thing that I see a lot with people is, people that are not really wanting to get like in front of the camera. I mean, not like you have to be in selfie mode all day, but you know, you need to show your face. You got to show up. Right. But what would you say to people that are like, why does somebody want to see any photo of me or any video of me? Or that seems so silly. I'm not interesting. Right. Like what would you say to those people to encourage them? You know? So depending on how far away they are from, from video, I listen this is just the honest truth. I knew that video for me was going to be harder than I wanted to do the podcast forever. I even wanted to do the podcast before I started three years ago, but I knew that doing the video, even though I know how important video is and that humans actually do have a reaction and a tie to faces and like a response, like a psychological response with that. I knew that that would get in the way of me putting out consistent content. So for me, I care about there's like three pieces to personal branding for me. There's the clarity piece, there's consistent content, and then there's community. So that's the engagement piece with your community. You need to pick the thing where you can be consistent and show up. So that's why I did like LinkedIn for, well, I do like LinkedIn a lot, but even for video where anything at that point, definitely when I started could go viral. And that's actually true now too, whether it's a tweet length sentence or a short video that's just like a 30 second tip. And so yes, video is amazing. And listen, there's reels now and all sorts of things. And it's great for the algorithm. If you can show up, that's awesome. But if you can't, I want you to just show up with the path of least resistance. If you have a quote and you need to make quote cards on Instagram until you are comfortable showing up and showing your face and doing the story because people want to see it and they will ask you, they will want your opinion or whatever it is. They want to get to know you. I think it takes sometimes, depending on how, you know, how not comfortable you are to get to that point, but you're going to end up showing your face. Like even for me right now, I'm playing around with this background because I know the next step 
in terms of content is video for me. Like that's just what it is at this point. Like that is the next level. It needs to be distributed. I got to put my money where my mouth is and do exactly what I've done for other people and doing it for myself and make sure that it's distributed across platforms, doing the clips, putting it on YouTube, making all of these different pieces of video. Right. People do care about you, but they care when you've cared about them first. So I think making sure that you're establishing and making sure that you're taking care of the client, the customer, the audience first. So when you go on camera, like the whole thing is I'm not thinking about how I look anymore. It's not about that. Obviously, I want it to be aesthetically pleasing and sound okay, but it's about the people on the other side. So even if you, even if you have one person on the other side, it's thinking about them and having that connection with them. And ultimately the face is the most powerful, Right, is the most powerful. So you want to work up to that. And I think most people do work up to that at a certain point once they build up the confidence of having posted a few things. Because I do think it's a big jump to go from, from not being familiar with it at all and not being involved in marketing and depending on what kind of business you have to all of a sudden like, hey, like with the phone in your <laughs> face and, and like depending on who you watch, you might... Here's the thing. There's a lot of triggers too, because depending on who you watch online, certain people might turn you off or you might see people doing that. And you're like, I don't want to be like that. Right. You don't have to be like that. You can make it your own and do it your way. And it's just kind of separating what you like about those things and what you don't like. Because some people are triggered by the fact that people are doing it at all. And some people are triggered by the fact that they don't like that particular style. Right. So I think that's worth the investigation. Right. But you should be on video if you if you can get if you can do it show up on video just sure. show up on stories right well and I love how you make it so much less intimidating like just if it's freaking you out then at least start with showing up in the way that doesn't totally freak you out like, I mean that's amazing because that's going to be such a relief for so many people that do get truly nervous about literally just a nice photo. Or something, you know, so I think that's a great first step. Like you say, you could use quotes or whatever you can do to just show up consistently. Yeah, as long as you're practicing your voice, if you love writing, do it that way. Like the pillar piece of content works with a blog post. Maybe you do audio. You just kind of got to keep dipping your toe. But once you get started, once you start feeling comfortable with whatever that level is, it's time to level up. Like if if jumping to video and then you're like, oh, I need to hire this person or edit this let's scrap that for now, unless you have help. Let's start with the basic thing. What can you do with the phone? What can you do, you know, just with what you have that you're comfortable getting it out or slightly uncomfortable. You know the difference between like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like, I cannot do this. And like, this is scary, but I can do this. Right. Exactly. Okay. That's going to help so many people. I know. Cause I know the people that listen to this, they're going to, that's perfect. Thank you so much. Um, Before I let you go, I would love for you to just kind of as a last ditch effort, especially for somebody that may not be fully convinced yet, you know, tell them how, how personal branding can, how can it help your business grow? Like what, I mean, maybe you could even just give an actual example. So somebody could truly relate to what it would do if they really worked on their personal brand. Oh my gosh. I mean, I know there's a lot of things it can do. (laughs) I mean, specifically with the pivoting, it opens doors in ways. Let me just take myself for example, because I really do think that I was working on other people's brands. I saw what it was doing for them in their business. I saw that it was attracting these opportunities for them. But I think there's always something different about, oh, oh, maybe that person has something special, even if you know that that's not what it is. Once you start putting yourself out there, I had never thought, listen, I'm not a performer. 
you know, I became a lawyer. I was not like the talent, like I said, but then I started putting out content seriously. I knew I needed to show up consistently. And then within, and it was very fast because I put out my first episode, maybe November 1st of 2017. And I really started taking LinkedIn seriously. October, I got my first speaking gig in January and then I was getting more speaking gigs. I wasn't, I have not outreached for one speaking engagement and I've done a ton since that started all from just talking about what I know in small pieces online and doing the podcast and having interesting conversations that I wanted to have that are low pressure. I wasn't like, Oh my gosh, I need to put out the most epic content. My goal actually, when I started the podcast was like, I'm going to show up and do this for a minimum. I had said at the time, now I can't believe it's here three years. I'm just going to show up consistently and put out something I'm proud of. And I don't care about, you know, I care about the audience, but I don't care about the numbers. I don't care about the metrics. I'm going to show up and do good work. And people take notice of that. They really do. And it happened very quickly. So now the speaking engagements, I ended up in digital. When I started the podcast, I was still doing a, like more of a consulting, like working on people's brands. I haven't done client work, like where I've actually created content on someone else's behalf since spring of 2018 because then I was like, oh, these digital products, how can I help more people? I can create this thing. I started creating a course. I start, like all of these things come because as you're building your brand and people are coming into you, you're going to get ideas. You're going to learn who you like working with, who you don't like working with. It's going to change the trajectory of your business in ways that, that I can't even tell you. You can't even predict for yourself. The right. things that I dream of now, I would never have even dreamed for myself two years ago, three years ago, even a year ago. And it moves really fast because as much as it seems like everyone's online, there is such a difference for people who show up consistently. There really is. And when and the more you're showing up consistently, the more confident you're going to be, the more clear you're going to be, the more people get attracted to you, the bigger you grow. Like the momentum just starts building. And again, it's not low pressure. It's just like, what is the thing that you can do and show up consistently that relates to you and your business that you enjoy doing? For me, it was the podcast. And I promise it will snowball from there. So now there's all these other opportunities, whether it's brand stuff or free things or affiliate marketing or, oh, I don't want to do client work anymore. I want to do this or, oh, you know what? I really like this. I want to start a product line. There's all of, it just opens up all of these things. And then the people that come in, like you, for example, it's like, there are people who are watching you that you don't even necessarily realize. And there's opportunities to collaborate. There's, there's opportunities to add to your team or to work on different kinds of joint partnerships. Like you don't even know. Right. You don't even know. Right. But even if you have any kind of idea, it'll at very least build your current business. <laughs> so at the very base level, it will, I promise it'll grow your current business. And I know you're going to start finding things that you didn't even realize outside that will, you know, you can build the life that you want, like work from wherever you want, do whatever you want. I think people don't even have that concept because you just get so bogged down in the day to day, but there's a bigger picture. Right. I love that, Brittany. Okay. I think that's a good place to stop. I really appreciate like you. Thank you for being here. You being on my show is really special to me and I'm very, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, thank you so much. This is really exciting. And for anybody, like I said, I just, I just want everybody to like take their personal brand seriously. It really is so important. Here's something else that I realized was that I should have mentioned and oh, that yes, I can mention please. now. 
I didn't, personal branding before was really like when you're applying for a job and, and, you know, it's those, it's showing that cover letter and it's getting the resume together. And then it's yes. all those references. And, and I, and maybe because I graduated during the last recession, I already had that experience where it's like, oh, there's no safe route. I've got to figure this out and be able to open my own doors or figure out how that works. But when you work for somebody, and I know we're, you know, speaking to an audience of entrepreneurs, but before when you speak to somebody, or let's say you only have two clients and those clients are like, no, I don't want anyone to know that, that you work with me or that I work with you. And if you have nothing to show, that's a really tough spot to be in. So content gives you proof. If anything, your personal brand and at least putting out some kind of content consistently gives you proof. We'll just use this Gary example because it's easy. Let's say Gary was like, no, like, let's say Gary was like, no, Brittany doesn't know what she's talking about at this point. <laughs> I know that's not true, but, and he would never say that, but let's say he did. I have years worth of proof since that time that people can make their own determination whether I know what I'm talking about or not. He can say whatever he wants. Maybe that's, you know, influence. He's, you know, of a next level influence. So that would not be so great. But just in general, it's like you always have that proof where if there is a negative situation or there is something that happens or something happens health related that you need to take time off, you have this backlog of proof that you know what you're talking about, that you're this kind of person of who you are and all of those things. So that way you can pivot or leverage it in some sort of way. You don't need to rely on that old manager or your old boss or whoever it might be to sing your praises. You can build your own credibility and your own proof. And I think that's, if anything, that is just a reason to do it. Insurance policy all the way. Right. That's amazing. That I love that so much. Such a good point, you guys. Please listen to that advice. It's so, so, so true. You're kind of taking, not kind of, you're definitely taking more of the power into your own hands. And 100%. as we mentioned earlier, still paving your own way, really, even if you're working for someone, right? It's, That's it's awesome. all about controlling your future. Right. All right, well, Britt. You. Thank, Thank you. you so much. This is so awesome. I, I loved having you on. I would love for you. I mean, we're going to have some stuff in the show notes, of course, but please, please real quick, go ahead and let the audience know where they can find you. What's the best way to connect with you? Um, find information about you, of course. And didn't you say you had a, did you say you had a, a free branding audit thing yes. on your site? Okay. So would you please let us know all that info? Yes. So it's at Brittany and it's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y Crystal and it's K-R-Y-S-T-L-E. I know it's a word spelling, BrittanyCrystal.com. And you can find BrittanyCrystal.com slash brand audit is the brand audit, but on BrittanyCrystal.com, if you go to the freebies section, I have the brand audit there and you can please come say hi to me on Instagram and all my different social platforms on LinkedIn. All of the links will be at BrittanyCrystal.com, but I am slash BrittanyCrystal and on pretty much all of those platforms too. Okay. I made myself easily Googleable. Right. So yeah. Please come hang out with me. Smart lady. Hello. <laughs> Let me know your best takeaway from this episode. I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, for sure. You guys go find Brittany, follow her. It's, it's going to be definitely more than worth your time. Thank you so much, Brittany, for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and TikTok. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production, funlovemedia.com. Bye.